Hey everyone, this is the Tripwire Podcast. I am your host, Zach, at FF Tuba Batman. I am joined today by Steve Lawson at FF by Committee. How's it going today, Steve? Oh, it's going great, man. You know, anytime I get to talk fantasy football and we got football on tonight, it's a great day. So we got to get into it. Absolutely. So we are part of the Triple Play Fantasy Network. Uh, so we have lots of great content there. So make sure you go ahead and like this video. So to the channel so you don't miss any of the great content coming out like i said we have baseball basketball football we talk food we talk movies we got it all so make sure you hit that subscribe so you don't miss out you may be listening to us on the podcast uh, so go ahead and make sure you are following downloading so you don't miss any great episodes the main show for triple play fantasy comes out live 6 30 p.m on tuesdays every week so we are just the waiver wire portion we try to come out with you quick every monday night 8 p.m right before monday night football so you guys are already getting that information before you even think about your waivers. All right. So we're going to get just right the waiver wire. It. This is how you win your league right here. We are Absolutely. the premier show right here. Yes. You're in it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to get it first as fast as possible. Uh, so if you're not watching this live, you can uh, catch us. We'll have all of the timestamps in the show description. So don't worry. You can skip ahead to where you need to go. Um, and if you are watching live, feel free to leave a comment on youtube unfortunately twitter still doesn't work and we will try to answer as many questions as we can if there are any so steve kick us off i should say we are doing espn roster percentages under 50 percent. we chose espn because they are the biggest platform uh whether you use them or not they are by far the biggest so we're trying to cover as many people as we can so steve please rank your five qb waiver wire pickups for week four yeah, so um, doing the quarterbacks is always a fun time, right? Because obviously that's it's the, it's the one that has the most names that you can grab at any time and you're recognizable. So starting off with that makes my life a lot easier. But here are the five you want to focus on in order of who you want to focus on. Number one, you got Marcus Mariota. Number two, you got Jimmy G. Number three, Zach Wilson. Number four, Jared Goff. And number five, Jameis Winston. All right, so... I'm not going to go into all five of them because you don't have that time, and we don't have that time because Monday Night Football is about to come on, so let's get to why I think some of these guys should be rostered in your leagues. Marcus Mariota is only 25% rostered. Marcus Mariota, of everyone on the waiver, waiver wire, has the most rushing upside. He's had a double-digit rush game. He's had like eight rushes in another game and seven rushes in another game, and he's rushing for two touchdowns this year already. If you're not picking up Marcus Mariota with a team with a bad defense – who's going to have to throw a lot, who's going to have to run a lot. What are you doing? What are we doing here? Right? Like, he's got the weapons. He's got the legs. Pick up Marcus Mariota. Stream him. Because if you're someone like me who, say, drafted mm, Justin Fields, you're in need for a quarterback. If you don't have Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, or uh, Jalen Hurts, quarterback is kind of in limbo this year. Consider Marcus Mariota. And maybe go trade a quarterback to a QB needy team. The other guy we want to talk about is Zach Wilson. Not we. I want to talk about Zach Wilson. And I don't know if I've been conditioned to feel this way or if, like my girl Stephanie Germanata, I was born this way. But I love Zach Wilson and I love the talent. Um, I really believe that with all those weapons in New York, he can really thrive. And with Brees Hall emerging as one of the best pass-catching backs in the NFL already, along with Garrett Wilson, along with Elijah Moore, along with Tyler Conklin, who we'll get to later. Zach Wilson is a sexy play. 
<laughs> I mean, it depends on the age bracket we're talking about, but uh, <laughs> some will agree with you, Steve. The moms, <laughs> the moms who watch this. <laughs> yeah, all, all two of them. So, so <laughs> we're going to move on to running backs. I can't transition from that at all. Uh, so my five running backs, honestly, this is actually really, easy because uh, unfortunately we've had some injuries so number one jamal williams 44.4 percent rostered he might be out there for you number two alexander madison 37.3 percent rostered uh, number three khalil herbert 25.4 percent rostered number four brian robinson 36.8 percent rostered and number five samaj p ryan 3.7 percent rostered so we went through a f- massive spectrum of different types of running backs there all the way from their almost 50% roster to Samaje P. Ryan is probably available in all of your leagues. So I want to highlight Jamal Williams. We just got news today on Monday that DeAndre Swift has a shoulder sprain. Uh, the coach is saying he would like to see him rest for a couple weeks to get back healthy. We It's still too early in the week to know what's going on, but it sounds like DeAndre Swift may be missing at least a couple weeks. Could be a month um, or it could be less. Uh, we don't really know. But Jamal Williams has been crushing it, even sharing the field with Swift. Uh, guess who is tied for the league lead in rushing uh, touchdowns? You guessed it. It's Jamal Williams with four. So he's if playing well even Jamal with Swift. Jamal Williams, that would have been a really weird lead. I know. I mean, he's tied <laughs> with uh, Nick Chubb. So it would have been hilarious. It was like, you guessed it. It's Nick Chubb. But we're talking about Jamal Williams. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's also Jamal Williams. So go ahead. If he's out there... I would be splashing the cash, at least 50% fab. Um, I understand if you don't want to go crazy because we don't really know what's going on with DeAndre Swift. And it is nice when they have that complement of Williams and Swift together to bring that balance, kind of like Aaron Jones. And um, why am I blanking on his name AJ right now? AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. Huh? I love AJ Dillon. He's on so many of my teams. So they balance each other out. So I don't know how great Jamal Williams will be without Swift, but I'll take that chance. So at least 50% fab. You might have to really go uh, all in for him, depending on how your league does bidding. Um, I'm not going to touch on Alexander Madison, other than the fact that, unfortunately, Devin Cook still has a shoulder injury that he's been dealing with his entire career. So if he's out there, go grab him. You're probably looking at at least 40 to 50% fab. Uh, Cook is saying he's fine. He's going to be playing. Even if that's true, it, he's probably going to injure his shoulder again this season, unfortunately. So you might as well stash Madison, even if you can't start him this week. Um, and worst case scenario, he has some trade value to the Cook uh, manager. And then I'm not really going to touch on Khalil Herbert because we've actually been talking him up since the beginning of the season and in preseason. Um, but we don't really know exactly what's going on with Montgomery's injury. So go ahead, get Khalil Herbert. Again, you're splashing splashing your fab for him. You're looking at 40, 50 plus percent. Um, and he might not be startable depending on if Montgomery goes or not. But Herbert just showed you when he does get the snaps just like last year. He's going to put up points and can score a lot of yards. And that team does not throw. I don't know what it is, but they refuse to throw yet. They're 2-1, so go figure. The one I did want to highlight is Brian Robinson. He's with the Washington Commanders. He's on IR right now, so you might be wondering to yourself, why do I want to talk about him? Well, hopefully he uh, he is cleared to come back week five. We don't know yet. That is the first time he can come back after IR. But if he is cleared, he's going to get some snaps. It's going to take some time. Uh, but I want to be a part of that offense. Um, Antonio Gibson has been playing well this year. I know you love Antonio Gibson, Steve, and he's looked good. Love. Um, but look great. We know Antonio Gibson has injury concerns in his history as well. So 
go ahead, stash Brian Robson and put him on your IR spot. If you don't have an IR spot, I don't know if I'm wasting a roster spot yet for Brian Robinson, but now is the time to get him. You can still get him cheap because people aren't really thinking about him yet. But he's coming back. Remember in the two one time. Remember the one time the Commanders won and they threw to Antonio Gibson and like highlighted him and then like they won a game. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, so you Ron never Rivera know. <laughs> is Jeff Fisher. I want to say this on record again. Ron Rivera is the worst coach in the NFL. He has no idea what he's doing. I could have him on the show. I'd look him dead in the eye and tell him that. So. I mean, if you could get him on the show, that'd be an awesome interview, though. It would be hostile. <laughs> See what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan too, so I don't know if he'll come on. And we have a bunch of, and Alex is an Eagles fan. Uh, but, but moving on to wide receivers, uh, the five wide receivers that we wanted to rank was number one, Romeo Dubs, uh, 16.1% rostered. Number two, Greg Dortch, 7% rostered. Number three, Noah Brown, 12.9% rostered. Number four. Sterling Shepard, 28.8% rostered. And number five, Zay Jones, 8.6% rostered. Now, that is not a crazy, exciting list of names. There's still plenty of guys out there that we've talked about in previous uh, season or weeks that have done okay. Uh, Josh Palmer dealing with potential injury, but he's doing okay. But his quarterback's hurt. Um, we talked about KJ Osborne is still out there. He scored a touchdown at the end of the game to win it. So still some exciting names. Go back and listen to our other shows if you want to. But I wanted to highlight some different guys uh, to help you all out. So the first one, Romeo Dobbs, um, he had a team high eight targets in week three. He clearly seems to be gaining the trust of Aaron Rodgers, which is huge with Aaron Rodgers, even as a rookie wide receiver. And Sammy Watkins, shocking, is on IR. And Christian Watson is injured again. So Dobbs does not have a lot of competition. Um, He's basically competing with the running backs. Um, and then maybe Tunyon a little bit. So I like Dobbs for a high upside play. Uh, he has that big playability. He should be available in most of your leagues at 16.1% rostered. And you probably can sneak in maybe even like 10% fab. I wouldn't go crazy. He's one of those like flex territory players, in my opinion. We're still yeah. a couple weeks away from bye weeks. So I would not go crazy on him, uh, but he could add some life to your bench. And then the last wide receiver I wanted to touch on was our number two wide receiver, Greg Dorch. One, fun fun name to say. Two, um, who saw this coming? Uh, I definitely did not. So he's only 7% rostered, so most people didn't see it coming. But he's seen at least nine targets in two of the three games so far this season. That's insane. Rondell Moore still hurt. We have no idea when he's coming back. And DeAndre Hopkins Rondell is still suspended. Rondell Moore still bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, do I like that offense very much? Not really. But he's still getting the work. And right now, when you're trying to pick up players, you're looking for guys that are getting opportunities, and Greg Dortch is getting opportunities. And the Carolina Panthers is his next opponent. They just got lit up by Olave. So if you need that, especially that flex, maybe that wide receiver three, go ahead, pick up Greg Dortch. Again, you probably don't have to spend too much, maybe 10% fab. All right, and with that, take it away, Steve, for our favorite section, tight ends. Yeah, this is my least favorite section. No one loves tight ends. I don't love tight ends, and I hate streaming tight ends. So this was really difficult for me. But, oh, let's get to the top five, and I'm going to dive into just one of them this week. But your number one is David Njoku, 32% rostered. Logan Thomas is number two at 46% rostered. Then you got Tyler Conklin at 11.5, Evan Ingram at 29, and then Cole Komet at 47. All right. So, hi, Jasper. I want to just pat myself on the back real quick and just be like, hey, good job, Steve. 
Thanks, Steve. Because David Njoku has been someone that I've been screaming his name all offseason, right? And everyone was like, uh, about David Njoku. But as we've seen now, he is the best weapon through the air for Cleveland, right? We saw what he can do if you just put the ball in his hands. Just put the ball in his hands. This Don't throw it to him 35 yards downfield. What are you doing? Throw it to him six yards downfield, and he'll create a 15-yard catch for you. That's David Njoku. That's why the Cleveland Browns handed him a whole bunch of money. That's why he's been seeing more time on the field and more targets and all that stuff. Give it to the man. The Chief is ready to feast. This is a man who's ready to be a tight end one. He's young. He's athletic. He's big-bodied. He's everything you want in a tight end. The only thing he doesn't have is a quarterback. But that scumbag in Cleveland is going to be coming back, and he will be able to throw the ball to him. So let's get David Njoku into your lineups or into your bench at least if you're not comfortable with Jacoby Brissett because Deshaun's coming back, and we're going to have some fire David Njoku during the playoffs. And I wanted to step in real quick, Steve. I agree wholeheartedly with Njoku. Um, We've been telling you guys on the show, chase opportunities, don't chase touchdowns. So the first two weeks, Njoku put up very little points, but he had crazy snap numbers, crazy routes run, crazy targets. He just wasn't getting the points. He wasn't getting the catches. He wasn't scoring. Well, he put it all together in week three. Now, he's a tight end. He's going to be very feast or famine, but at least you're seeing those opportunities. So he's giving you that chance to hopefully score and that's all you're looking for in a tight end so sorry to interject steve but continue with no absolutely that's where it's at right like you can't what do you do right like kyle pitts who like is like king of the athletes it vanished for two weeks travis kelsey if he didn't catch a touchdown this week would have had like five points for the second straight week tight end is not the position where you're like the only one the only tight end who's absolutely money is mark andrews and that's it end of list it's over and he wasn't even money week one. Wasn't even money week one. So there you go. And what else are you supposed to say about tight ends? It's a it's a difficult <laughs> position to try to project and roster and all that stuff. But you know what? You got to do it. And if you have to get somebody, if you went out and you drafted a tight end that's not quite getting it done for you, maybe a Robert Tunyon, something like that, maybe these guys are worth a look. Perfect. All right. So I'm not going to lie. Our DST stream of the week has been doing pretty well until this week. Um, There was not a lot out there. The matchups aren't great for those defenses under 50% rostered. So check your league. See if there's a better matchup for you. But I wanted to bring up the Minnesota Vikings. They are at New Orleans, which is not a great place to play. But I do like their defensive line. And New Orleans has been hit or miss. Um, So you're not spending any money on them to pick them up, um, but that's probably who who I'm looking at. If you, I mean, need to stream New Orleans, this week. New Orleans starting quarterback has a broken back. Their starting running back has broken ribs. Why not? Yeah. So someone to look at. All right. So we just told you a bunch of guys to pick up. Well, that means you got to drop somebody. So these are all players that are over fifty percent rostered in ESPN. And I'm going to ask Steve if he sh- would like to drop them or not. And since it's just me or Steve tonight, I will also give my opinion. So we're going to start it off with wide receiver Allen Robinson, 90.6% rostered. Um, No, don't drop Allen Robinson. Not yet. I agree. Not dropping. 
Wide receiver Hunter Renfro, 87.7% rostered. Um, again, no. I uh, I like slot receivers in a McDaniel system. If I would drop them if you're if you have a shallow roster. Um yes. wide receiver Darnell Mooney, eighty three point seven percent rostered. So this hurts because I also screamed out that Darnell Mooney was in for a huge season, but it has become painfully clear that the Bears have no interest in featuring him and chucking the ball all over the place. If you if you got a better opportunity, you drop Mooney at this point. Yeah, I think he's yeah, done. You're definitely not starting Mooney, and I would be dropping him if my bench is not deep enough because they're just not throwing the ball enough for him to ever be fantasy relevant until that offensive ch- offensive scheme changes. Wide receiver yeah. Chase Claypool, 80% rostered. Uh, droppable. Yep, I agree. Tight end Dawson Knox, 79.6% rostered. Yeah, another tough one, but yeah, he's droppable, man. Like he's he's one of those guys that all everything pointed to a big year, and it's just not happening. It's just not the offense. Yeah, I'm dropping him and chasing a tight end that's just seen more opportunities, like a Tyler Conklin, Evan Ingram, David Njoku, one of those guys. Wide yep. receiver Julio Jones, seventy point six percent rostered. Yeah, I drop him. It's, he wasn't someone who ever should have been like really that high on your list. Like I can't believe he's. How much is he? 70.6. 70.6. I'm a 71%. Yikes. Yeah, no. Time, it, Julio's time has come and gone. Yep. Uh, wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 62.6% rostered. Drop him. Droppable. Yep. Easy. I agree. Wide receiver Jarvis Landry, 59.3% rostered. Mm, I'm going to say droppable because I think Olave overtook him. He's also banged up, so I'm dropping him as well. Tight end Hunter Henry, fifty-seven point eight percent rostered. Hold, hold Henry. Um, Mac Jones just got hurt, and well, let's see what backup what the backup does. He may have a better rapport with Hunter Henry than he does with like Jacoby Myers. So let's hold on to Henry. Oh, see, I, I drop him. You can always pick him up next week if there's a better rapport. <laughs> No, no, thank you. Drop Henry. Um, this is the only running back on the list that I put on here. Running back Raheem Mostert, fifty-seven point seven percent rostered. Uh, he's certainly droppable. I I wouldn't want to. I have him in my fantasy league with my friends, and I'm not dropping him this week. Uh, not over some of the other guys that I have. Yeah, I would say if you if you need the space, drop him. But he would not be honestly. I, he's the only running back on here on purpose because. I think it's really hard for you to drop any running back that is either in a starting role or a clear backup role um, with potential because it does not exist much in fantasy football. So you just want to have them fill your benches as much as possible. Yeah. All right. Tight end Mike Kosicki, 57.5% rostered. Yeah, again, it's tight end, right? Like it's it's a streamable position at this point. Drop them, make a move for someone better. Yep, drop them. And last one, wide receiver Kadarius Tony, fifty six point five percent rostered. This is dangerous because Monday Night Football starts in like ten minutes, and if I'm wrong about this, people are gonna be mad. But I think he's droppable. He seems to be in like like the doghouse of doghouses. It doesn't really matter how talented he is. Dable does not seem like he's gonna use him at all. So that yeah. whole receiving room, if it says NYG next year wide receiver, drop them. Except for maybe Sterling Shepard, you can pick him up. But yeah, uh. Maybe Definitely dropping Tony. He, he's just banged up too often. And immense potential and uh, athletic talent. Uh, but yeah, I'm dropping him right now for the other guys yeah. that we talked about picking up. 
So yeah. that is our show for week four already for the waiver wire. So like we said, we are part of fantasy, uh, triple play fantasy, part of the fantasy points media group. So make sure you go ahead and follow all the show shows on there. Uh, it's all in the show description. Make sure you like, subscribe, download, all that fun stuff. It's a great way to support us, but uh, not just us, but support the team. Uh, the team puts out a lot of great content. Like I said, the main show will be out at 6.30 p.m. on Tuesdays every week to talk to you about betting as well as the games ahead for the NFL. So with that, thank you, Steve, for joining me this week. We will be back next Monday, 8 p.m. live, 8 p.m. Eastern, right before Monday Night Football to get you ready for the week five waiver wire. Such a watch by it. Come back. Yeah. Talk to or us. Or just sub- subscribe and you'll get the notifications. So That's thank true. you all. <laughs> Have a great one and enjoy Monday Night Football. See you later, guys.